Hello, friends. Part three here of this little, I guess it's now a series. I just kind of hit record this morning because I wanted to talk about timing in JavaScript, but it's turned into like, well, let's tackle one thing at a time. So the thing that we want to tackle now, funny, wow, there's some meta thing there about tackling one thing at a time in JavaScript and timing and whatever. Okay, we're going to be talking about uh, microtasks. Fancy word I'm throwing at you. But you know what? Throw that word away for a second. Here's the concept I want to demonstrate. The first thing I demonstrated to you is that JavaScript is a is blocking. It does one thing at a time. So if you're if you have an infinite while loop, you're holding up everything, including the browser refreshing itself. You can't click any button or anything. It's all totally blocked with while true. Then we talked about so so we tackled that. We also learned about the event loop and how basically JavaScript is breathing in a sense. And then when you execute JavaScript, it's holding its breath. So it's blocking itself from doing anything until that JavaScript path is finished executing, then it will go ahead and repaint the browser, the browser page, whatever, the web page. So um, here's the thing to understand. Oh, so then we talked about set timeout where, you know, basically if you want to take a line of code and say, hey, you know what, instead of just doing this line of code right now while you're holding your breath, looks like you need to breathe. Why don't you take a breath, repaint the, the page, Show, you know, all the updates that happened since you've been holding your breath and then hold your breath again and execute me. That's set timeout with zero milliseconds. So, and you can just leave the zero off. It's just set timeout and then it passes in a callback. Okay. This is that. So here's the next feature that's important that I want to talk about. Let's say that you're doing some JavaScript in a, you know, on a function, whatever you click a button, you're doing something. And let's say that you want to execute some code after a bunch of other code is finished executing, but you don't want to wait for the browser to repaint. You don't want to allow the browser to repaint. And I found this to actually be, um, once I understood this mechanism, I started you know, finding areas where, where I need this functionality and I use it quite a bit. This concept of like, okay, I need to let this loop finish, but I don't just want to put a set timeout in because then the browser will paint something that's unfinished. You know, I don't want it to have a blip of something that I don't want and then do some work. So this is where microtasks come in. This is a concept in JavaScript where, you know, if, like I said, concurrent JavaScript, you know, browser's holding its breath, you're running a bunch of stuff at once. Then you have this, you know, set timeout stuff where you're letting it take a breath. Well, there's another concept called the microtask queue, whatever, that, that you're basically saying, hey, JavaScript, can you execute this code before you take your next breath, but after all this other code? So like finish running all the code and then re really quick before you take a breath, run all this other code. So this way you can defer the execution of code in JavaScript, but you're not allowing the browser to repaint, which is very useful for deferring code, but not, um, but not letting the browser paint something that is sort of an intermediate state. And I use this kind of thing a lot. So, and I'll try to come up with an example, um, but let's talk more about how you can use this in JavaScript. So back to our, our while, you know, loop thought experiment, console.log, hi there, whatever. So let's say, so uh, I'll cut to the chase here. There's a, there's a function called QMicroTask. It's fairly new. You've probably never heard of it, but it does exist and it works in most modern browsers, in all modern browsers, to my knowledge. Very useful because it's basically set timeout but for this, for this task. So it's called queue microtask. You pass it a callback and it will queue that microtask and run it 
at the end of the execution before JavaScript has a chance to repaint. Before this, uh, before QMicroTask, the way to accomplish this was a uh, self-resolving promise. So here's the thing. Here's another little thought experiment for you. If you have a promise, so you say new promise, you pass in a callback, and you do some work. Here's the interesting thing. If you just do that, that that all that stuff is going to execute right away. Whenever you create, this is kind of um, a misconception for me. It was at least that as soon as you new up a promise and pass it a callback, you know, or you accept, resolve, and reject, that code's going to run concurrently, instantly. If you have a while loop in there, it's going to hang up the browser as if it didn't wasn't wrapped in a promise. I kind of thought that like promises is promises is whatever i don't know whatever but that it is it is synchronous um but let's say that let's say you have a, an immediately resolving promise so you say new promise you pass in a callback that accepts resolve and you call resolve right away because it's all it's all synchronous right now and then you chain on a dot then and then console.log something so if you have hello before the promise console.log hello then you do the self-resolving promise dot then world um what happens well of course whatever duh you run it, it's going to say hello world let's say that <laughs> that you wrap hello in the self-resolving promise then you console.log world you run it you get world hello basically because dot thens anything you put in a dot then in a promise will be queued uh on the microtask queue so that code will basically be deferred it, it'll defer execution but it won't allow the browser to repaint. So before QMicroTask, people just use self-resolving promises. And you see that in code a lot, actually. And I bet Bundler, you know what? I bet, I don't know, whatever. Um, I was I was doing some deep Vue.js source diving, and in Vue, they use self-resolving promises for the scheduler, I'm pretty sure. In the internals of Vue, there's um, basically, you just see like literally promise.resolve.then. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Um, for the the queue the scheduler in JavaScript so or sorry in, in Vue.js so anyway whatever I use QMicroTask which I probably shouldn't and we can talk about that in a minute that's a whole other fun thing is bundlers and trying to keep Alpine as small as possible by hard writing QMicroTask all around when I minify it the browser's not going to minify that for me to my knowledge it's going to leave that QMicroTask word in there all those times where if I put it abstracted into a function then it will shorten that function name to a single letter and save me a bunch of characters. So that's kind of something that I always keep in mind when I'm writing JavaScript is like, am I writing something that the bundler will be forced to preserve the word and it's going to cause a bunch more, you know, characters to take up? Or that's why you see me extract a lot of simple things into small functions. Oh my gosh, there's so much to cover here. We're talking about JavaScript here. <laughs> QMicroTask. Um, so hopefully that made sense, uh, this, this microtask concept. And where do I use it? Um, you know what? I'm literally just going to open up Alpine, the Alpine code base, search for QMicroTask. I use it all the time. Um, and where's, where's the latest thing that I've used MicroTask? So actually, I wrote a scheduler yesterday, and I used it in that. Um, so maybe, yeah, maybe we'll do that. Basically, a scheduler, oh, it's so, such a fancy word for such a simple concept. Just, it's just you pass a thing a bunch of callbacks and then it'll run them later on. That's the thing. It's basically like, and you can do that with set timeout. Just run a bunch of stuff later on. By a bunch of stuff, I mean literally an array 
that you're just pushing callbacks onto. And then later on, you're looping through the array and executing stuff and then clearing the array. That's a queue. Um, so the scheduler is basically a queue. And I wrote this quick queue, but I want to I want to defer the running of all these functions, but not I don't want to wait for that extra repaint. Um, so that so I'm using queue microtask to basically uh, when you call the scheduler, when you pass it a job, then it'll put it on this array and then it'll say queue microtask flush jobs. So that basically it's not going to flush all the jobs right away. It's going to queue up a microtask. And every time you queue a job, all of them are queuing these microtasks. So when all the microtasks run, it'll be like, all right, let's flush this job. Oh, that's already the guy before me already flushed it. So we're good. It's flushed, whatever. Um, again, so Vue.js does the same thing. There's other uses for it. I wish I had something that wasn't so like deep in framework authory, but that's what I got for you for queue microtask. Very useful feature. Um, yeah, so that's timing in JavaScript. Is that, is that, oh, the other thing about microtasks. This is, this is what I've been actually doing quite a bit recently. Um, dealing with mutation observer. And yeah, so maybe we'll talk about that next. This is kind of a good segue. Mutation observer. Oh, we'll talk about it next. But you need to understand basically everything I talked about before to understand mutation observer and the fun I had the other day making Alpine 3 more performant. So we'll talk about that next. Talk to you soon. See ya.